welcome to Thriving as a Physician, the podcast that teaches you to thrive in your weight loss and life while juggling a packed physician schedule, because you deserve to thrive. Each week, I share sustainable, enjoyable tools that work in your busy life so that you can reach all of your goals faster with more confidence. Everything in this podcast is backed by my experience as an obesity medicine physician, years of coaching physicians on weight loss and eating, and my own personal weight loss journey. Let's get thriving. This podcast contains general educational information on weight loss for physicians. I am not providing medical advice and listening to this podcast does not create a physician-patient relationship. This podcast does not replace the need for consultation with a licensed professional and no information should be relied upon unless you have obtained specific advice or treatment from myself or another physician. Please review the terms and conditions located at www.weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca before continuing. Hello there, and welcome to episode 247 of the Thriving as a Physician podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Key. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm excited about today's episode. We are going to talk about working from a value-based approach for your weight loss and why this is so important, why it can change completely how you experience your weight loss. And this is something that really I've been working on for a very long time and working on how do I put this into actual words. And so I'm excited to be able to share it with you inside this episode. I encourage you to listen to this, probably listen to it a couple of times, and then work on making decisions about your weight loss from a place of these values, or if there's other ones that you like, use yours. But after years of working with physicians, after years of working on my own weight loss, working in my obesity medicine practice, When I think about what does lasting weight loss really boil down to, these are the things that I think should be our core values, where this is what we measure what we're doing against. We as physicians are really good at doing tough stuff. We can do hard stuff that we don't really want to do. We do it all the time at work, right? There's all the time where we're doing things that We would prefer to be doing something else. Maybe we even really, really don't want to do it, and yet we get it done because that's what we're good at. And we often try to apply the same thing to our weight loss. But the problem is, is we are busy in our lives. And if we're expecting ourselves to do stuff in our weight loss that we really don't want to do, that really kind of fills us with dread, that feels like it's so much work, that feels like we're always thinking about our weight loss or what we're eating, Our ability to sustain that is limited, not due to lack of work ethic, not due to lack of willpower, but just due to lack of time and mental space. You can have really good intentions of staying really focused on like working hard and sticking to this complicated plan, but there's a good chance you're going to hit a week where there is not the mental space to remember that that's what you're supposed to be doing. There's not the mental capacity to really use that willpower to focus in and stick to those things you don't really want to be doing. And then you end up falling off of it. And the problem, like I've often talked about with that, is then you end up beating yourself up. And that's not okay. (laughs) Anything that we're doing to lose weight, where at the end of the game we make ourselves the villain that we've messed up, we're a failure, whatever you want to say to yourself, that is not okay. We've been told it is the way to do it. We have been told that... It is totally normal and fine, and we are at fault. 
That's bullshit. It is not true. Diets have not worked and they do not work because a diet on its own is not sustainable. It is a tiny little piece of the puzzle of what actually makes up sustainable weight loss. And everybody's puzzle is going to look different. Weight, obesity, eating issues are not a one-size-fits-all. And anytime you get told that it's a one-size-fits-all solution, I would be concerned. I would question that. There's so many elements about weight that we don't actually know that we're learning. We're in the early stages of really understanding the genetics and everything behind weight that the idea that there's just blanket approaches, everybody just do this and you'll be fine, just isn't true. And I think in the years to come, we'll have more and more of an idea of how untrue it actually is. So instead, what I think we need to do, we're used to focusing on what do I do? Tell me the how, tell me the diet I need to follow, right? That's that blanket approach. Everybody just do this and you'll be fine. And then everybody's not fine. And then everybody beats themselves up because they think they are the reasons that they're not fine. This is the big air in this loop. And we have all been stuck in it for so, so long. Let's step out of it. Let's say, screw you. (laughs) I'm no longer blaming myself about anything related to my weight loss and my eating because it is not helpful. I'm going to intentionally work on detangling myself from the diet mentality that has been embedded in all of us and work on focusing on crafting a way of managing my weight that actually works for me, that makes me feel good. And using these values, basing everything you do from the values I'm going to share in this episode is a really, really good way to do that. If you compare everything you want to do for your weight loss against these values, and you only do it if it honors these, you will be on a road to sustainable weight loss that actually feels good. And when it feels good, it becomes more sustainable. (laughs) When it feels good, it's easier to get back to if you get knocked off your track a little bit. So the main value we have been taught, and I think it's really important to look at this, like what is the value system we have right now for weight loss? Generally, the main value we have been taught is If you want to lose weight, it must be done as quickly as possible. You do whatever it takes in order to lose weight as quickly as possible, right? Even in medicine, that comes up, right? Like it's the eat less, exercise more, calorie counting. There's no discussion in medicine about the patient or person's experience of the changes they're making. Like I think of the very low calorie diets that there is good evidence for that they take weight off. But what's missing is the patient experience, the personal experience of what that's like to be on that. The value system for weight loss that we have been trained in and that is out there in the society is do whatever it takes to lose weight as quickly as possible. That sets you up for complete failure by holding that value system because do whatever it takes means you're probably doing crap you don't want to do that feels horrible that doesn't match your life that takes so much effort to do and that to get weight off as quickly as possible means if you have a body that doesn't want to shed weight quickly you make it mean that your body's wrong you make it mean that there's something in the way and there's something wrong with you and you're never going to be successful 
And maybe you lean harder into the restriction, the stuff you don't actually want to be doing, and you end up in that position where your weight loss feels horrible, but you think you have no choice but to keep doing it because you think there is something wrong with you because your body holds weight. It is a big old mess of disordered thoughts about how we approach eating and weight. It makes you impatient. It makes you mean to yourself. It sets you up to feel like a failure with the smallest bumps in the road. And you deserve better than that. You deserve so much better than that. All right. You might be thinking, if we're not going to focus on do whatever it takes to lose weight as quickly as possible, what are we going to focus on? I have three values. And these are based from years of working with physicians, years of working in obesity medicine with a lot of people on weight. But also when I look back in my own weight loss journey and when I actually started to get traction, I couldn't have put these into words, but these were the shifts that I started to make when I started to shift away from just trying to find the diet that was going to fix me. It was these values that were underneath it. Like I said, use these values to measure anything you're planning on doing against. If you're thinking about a new weight loss plan, compare it to these values. These values are at the core of everything I do inside Thrive Academy for Physicians. It's what I teach the physicians to base their weight loss on, to base their eating plans and approaches on. And these values make life better. They make the process feel better. They take you out of that cycle of always feeling like you're teetering on failure. And if you do, it's all your fault. And they put you in a place where you feel empowered to start making changes that work for you, to problem solve, to experiment, and actually figure out what's going to work long term. So value number one, everything you do in order to lose weight must make your life better. Everything you do in order to lose weight needs to make your life better. So what that means is we don't say, okay, I'm going to do this crappy thing to myself. I'm going to hold on just to lose weight. And then because the scale's gone down, then I'll like my life. It does not work that way. If you want sustainable weight loss, you have to be able to continue what you're doing for the rest of your life. So every single thing you do should make your life better. And there are options that work that way. It is not a given that weight loss has to feel restrictive, that has to feel bad, that has to be associated with doing things you don't want to do. But when we are used to using that initial value I talked about, it feels that way. When we change the value and we start saying, okay, I will do things to lose weight, but only if they make my life better, you will see different things. You will find different options. By changing that core value, it's going to change how your mind perceives the world, how it looks for opportunities to make changes for weight loss. So everything you do in order to lose weight, must make your life better. Imagine that. Just take a moment. I know if you're new to this, this may seem like, what? Like life better? Sorry, what? And you're talking about weight loss? That does, those two don't go together. But I just want you to suspend that and think, what would it be like if the things I was doing to lose weight actually made my life better? It's why coaching is so powerful for weight loss. Because how we look at the foundational reasons why you're eating, why you might feel out of control around food, and we make changes before it ever becomes about food, it makes your life better. It makes your days better without just trying not to eat. There's a lot of options out there. Value number two, smaller efforts, bigger impacts. We are used to big effort, work harder to get more results. 
there is a limit to how much harder we can work. You are already working hard at your weight loss. I would argue that you're probably working too hard at your weight loss. The problem is, is that we've been taught to focus in areas where it takes a lot of effort and it only has a little result, little impact. A lot of effort, a lot of focus, a lot of work, not much impact. I hear this from so many physicians when I'm talking to them that they say it just feels like I'm constantly thinking about this. I'm constantly working on it and I'm not actually seeing changes. If that's you, that would be a sign that you are focusing on areas that take a lot of effort and don't have the same impact. And those are attractive to us because we are attracted to working hard. We are so good at it as physicians. Just put your head down and grind. Do what you need to do. Get the job done. So the idea of working harder to achieve more is really ingrained into us. And one could argue maybe it worked for us in our medical training. It will not work for you here. You are too busy. You do not have the space in an average week to be exerting a high level of effort and not actually getting results out of it. Now, the amazing and fantastic thing is there are so many different places to intervene on any issue that you're having. And when we start to take the focus away from just focusing on the food, just trying not to eat, and we start focusing on other places before it ever becomes about the food, we can make changes that have small effort, don't take much to make a change, and yet it has a ripple effect throughout your day. And maybe it impacts your day and makes your day better. Maybe you notice that that urge to eat just starts to fade away, that maybe you didn't even think about eating in a situation where you'd normally eat. That is an example of smaller effort, bigger impacts. For me, an example, and this comes up for a lot in the physicians inside Thrive Academy too, where a big driver of eating in the evening actually is about feeling over busy, not enough time, too much work to do all day. And if you spend your day thinking there's not enough time, there's too much work, I'm not going to get it all done, and you go home in the evening, that stress you have carried throughout the day will end up driving eating. Your brain will be like, okay, enough of this. <laughs> I want to feel better. What's the easiest, simplest way to feel better? Oh, hey, that candy in the cupboard works, and it will go to it. If we just sit there in that evening and you're super stressed out because you spent your entire flipping day feeling behind and rushing and feeling like you're going up the down escalator, you may exert a ton of energy to try to not eat that candy, telling yourself you shouldn't and you need to do something else. And ultimately, you may end up eating it anyways, even after exerting all that energy. That is an example of lots of effort, small impact, because that effort may not actually change what you eat. Instead, if we look at it and go, that candy's not about the food. It's not that candy at 8 p.m. suddenly got so exciting. Any time in your day, you could have like left the office to go buy candy if you really wanted it, right? That candy is about the day. It's about that accumulated stress. Where can we intervene? Could we talk to ourselves in a different way that doesn't make us feel so hectic and stressed? An example I use in my own life is everything that needs to get done will get done. I used that today. We ended up surprised. It was already a short-staffed week. And then one of the other physicians was sick. And it was just me running the entire office and I just was like, okay, we'll get through. Everything that needs to get done will get done. If you have that type of mindset, you feel better. Your day feels better. You don't feel as stressed throughout the day. It starts to have those ripple effects. And at the end of the day, 
what you may notice is that candy just doesn't have its same pull. Maybe brain still offers it, or maybe you just even forget to think about the candy, depending how the day goes. But that's an example of it doesn't take much to just shift it. Okay, I'm not going to stress myself out about the people in the waiting room. I'm just going to focus on everything that needs to get done will get done. That's not a big effort to change that thinking. But it has impact throughout the day, which and then will have impact on your eating at night because your day has been better, because you leave feeling less depleted, feeling like you still have some energy left. That is an example of small effort, bigger impact. The more you can leverage those, the more you can look for smaller effort, bigger impact places to make change, they start to compound. You get some compound interest on them and then you start to build momentum and it feels good because it feels like you're not working to do it. Number three is create the experience you want from the beginning. So rather than that idea of like, okay, what do I need to do to lose weight? Let's just focus on doing it, get through it, figure it out at the end, figure out how I'm going to maintain it once I finally get to that goal. That doesn't work, especially if you hate what you're doing and if it doesn't feel good and it feels restrictive and you feel deprived and it feels like it takes too much work. Instead, from the beginning, ask yourself, okay, I want to lose this amount of weight. I want to have my eating look this way. I want to be consistent with this healthy eating. The next question you should be asking yourself is, how do I want that to feel while I'm accomplishing that? I love this question. And I've got to tell you, when I'm talking to physicians, it's a question we talk about for the physicians that apply to Thrive Academy for Physicians. And often when I ask them this question, okay, you want that goal. How do you want to feel? What do you want your experience to be? A lot of times they don't know how to answer because it's something we have never asked ourselves. We have never been told that we can be in control of the experience we have in our weight loss journey. And yet you can. Like I said a little bit ago is there are so many ways you can approach any issue in your weight loss. More than you could ever imagine. If you give me any issue that you're struggling with, I can brainstorm you 10 different ways you could approach it. Right? Like instantaneously because this is what I do. But listening to this, you have probably been embedded in there's the one way, the one right diet, and you don't get to choose your experience. What if we chuck that piece out the window? (laughs) What if we go, okay, what experience do I want to have? Yes, I want to lose X amount of weight. Yes, I want to eat healthy consistently. Yes, I want to be able to do this physical activity that matters to me. What experience do I want to have as I go after that goal? Do I want ease? Do I want enjoyment? Do I want confidence? Do I want neutrality? Just feeling kind of neutral about it. Do I want excitement? There's so many different options. Peace, quietness, calmness. These are all different options that have come up when I've asked physicians this question. And then if you just picture, answer the question, what experience do you want when you reach your goals? Or on the way to the goals, not the experience once you get there. We think the scale gives us the experience when we get there. That's not true. We have to start from the beginning. If I want if ease and I want a sense of peace and I want a sense of just enjoyment in my weight loss, in my days, then we start from the beginning with that. And we go, okay, what would it be like to start making changes? But they have to help build ease. They have to help build peace. They have to help build enjoyment. That may make your brain fizzle a little bit because you're not used to asking that question, but there are ways of approaching it. And then if you picture carrying those 
experiences through and picture reaching your goal. You'll notice if you have ease and peace, I'm using those as just examples because they come up a lot. If you have ease and peace with the changes you're making, it starts to take some of that time pressure we often experience out of the weight loss equation. A lot of the I need to hurry up and lose weight is because what we're doing to lose weight sucks and we don't want to keep doing it. (laughs) And we think once we get there, we get to stop. But then that ends up with weight regain. If you have peace and ease as you're going through the process, there's less hurry. And then when you get to that goal and you have to continue doing very similar things to maintain it, if you have peace and ease, it's more sustainable. So from the very beginning, ask yourself what experience do you want and design how you're approaching your weight loss to create that experience. You deserve it. And it is definitely doable. It's something I do every single day in my own life and with the physicians that I work with. Okay, let's summarize it. What are the three values that I encourage you to consider in your own weight loss? Filter everything you're thinking about doing for your weight loss through these three values. Number one, will it make everything in your life better? Will your days feel better outside of whether or not the scale moves, right? Because we think, okay, the days will feel better if the scale's moving. We need to separate from that. Will your days feel better because of the things you're doing to manage your weight? Number two, smaller effort, bigger impact. Can you find places to work less hard and see more results? I love doing that. It's something I'm really good at. Smaller effort, bigger impact. As a physician who is really busy, this is a really important piece that gets left out of the equation. And I think is a big reason why as physicians we struggle so much with our weight and sticking to it and reaching our goals. Number three, create the experience you want to have right from the very beginning. Don't do crappy stuff to yourself and hope that at the end it will all work out. Nah, that's not fair to your future self that has to figure that out. It will set you up where you end up in that cycle of beating yourself up and feeling like you failed. From the very beginning, choose to do things that create the experience that you want to have. What's the impact Of these values, when you take a value-based approach to your weight loss, you are making sustainable weight loss. You are ending up with something that really custom fits you. Instead of you having to change to be successful in weight loss, these values will help you take what you're doing to lose weight and change it so it fits you the way you are right now. It lets you have confidence. You can go the long haul with this because If you're basing what you're doing off these values, it is going to feel good. It is going to make your days better. It is going to be worthwhile. So worthwhile. You'll start to feel like you're getting momentum. You'll start to have excitement because you're not working as hard. You're seeing how it can be different, the possibilities of it being different. And that's amazing. And when you start to feel more empowered in your weight loss, that you get to choose how you want it to go. You don't have to just do it the way it's always been done, that's amazing. That's when you can really start to build some momentum and really find the ways of approaching it that work for you in your life. Now, if this sounds amazing and you're like, oh, like I would really like to figure out how to do this in my own life, then come talk to me. Come head over to thrivephysicians.ca, learn about Thrive Academy for Physicians there and fill out an application form so you and I can talk about whether or not it's a good program for you, whether or not it will help you achieve what you're wanting to achieve and how it can help you take this value-based approach to weight loss and really apply it to your life 
really start to create meaningful change in how weight loss feels for you, how you feel around food. So you're putting less effort in, you're getting more time in your days and your days feel better. That is what we do every single day inside Thrive Academy. All right. Have a fantastic day, guys. We will talk to you later. Bye-bye. 